Well, hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time. We're talking about God's love. Father, cause me to disseminate this information, Lord Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, to bless, Lord, to encourage, Lord, to edify, Lord, to exhort, to build up, Father. Lord, let your words, Lord, flow out of my spirit, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I left off in 1 Corinthians 13. Let me finish up in that chapter before I go to another chapter. 1 Corinthians 13 in that verse 4, it says, Charity suffer it long and is kind. So love, it is long suffering, but it's kind while it's going through it. See, I need this not only I'm preaching it to you, I'm preaching it to myself. See, you have to go back. This will be something you'll have to go back and look at every so often. Because you can lose it. You can lose it. You have to go back and look at it. And, and it says, uh, charity, envy it not. It's not jealous. It vaunted not itself. It is not puffed up. Do not behave itself unseemly. See, love don't behave crazy. It's seeking not its own. It's not always me, me, me. Not love. Oh, I ain't. I didn't get mine. I got to get mine. So I'm going to take yours. And all that. Love seeking not our own. It is not easily provoked. Some people provoke real easy. They mad all the time. It, it thinking no evil. It don't think evil of everybody. Love don't. It ain't always trying to criticize everybody. It's not an accuser of the brethren. It don't think evil. It rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. See, love can bear anything. It bears all things. See, this is the God's kind of love. It believes in all things. It, it, it don't assume everybody's lying. I just assume folks telling me the truth. See, that's how love is. It bears all things, believes in all things. It hopes in all things. Love has an element of faith in it. It hopes in all things. It endures all things. Love can endure. It is, you, you tough when you have the love of God. Then in verse 8, it says, charity never fails. Love never fails. Whenever this kind of love is applied, it never fails. People might say, well, I tried loving them. I love my wife or I love my husband. Well, why did it fail? The Bible said it never fails. We, we have to ask ourselves, are we right or is the Bible right? The Bible says love never fails. This can be in other areas now. This is being trying to convince a, a person on the job, a co-worker or something. Love never fails. See, that's why God say forgive. See, love never fails. It says charity never fail it. But whether it be prophecy, they shall fail. Whether it be tongues, they shall cease. Whether it be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. You know how children that He got my toy. Oh, it's my turn to ride in the front seat. You get in the back this time. And you're mad at your little brother and sister because they rode in the front seat pouting. And that is, see, that's how sometimes we act as an adult. We mad because 
the co-worker got favor with the, the supervisor or some crap, some junk like that, or whatever it may be, whatever people be mad about. But when I was a child, I speak as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. See, God wants us to grow up. One place it said, he, he went even farther. He said, some of you walk as men. You don't even supposed to walk as men. You're supposed to go from a child to a man to a God in the earth realm, to a supernatural being in the earth realm, to a son of God. See, when a dog have, a, have another dog, he's called a dog. When a cat have another cat, they call a cat. And when you become a son of God, what are you called? See what I'm saying? Psalms 82 and 6 said, No, you're not that you're God's. Other words, you have the image and likeness and the character of God. God is a forgiving God. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He's a giving God. He's a loving God. He forgave, he says, he, when he was crucified, he said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, Stephen, when Stephen was stoned to death in the book of Acts, him representing the character of God, the love of God. When they were stoning him to death, the Bible said he had a face of an angel. And he looked up into heaven and said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. This man exemplified the love of God. He stood in the face of people killing him, murdering him by hitting him with stones upside his head. That had to hurt to be killed by stones hitting you upside the head. That's a slow death. But he didn't die with hatred. He said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now, some people might say, man, I know they ain't killed Stephen. I'm going to go murder them. Then you wouldn't be showing the life of Stephen. Stephen had a revelation that he had eternal life. And, he, and those people, he didn't want them people to get hell for what they was doing to him. He wanted them to eventually realize that they was wrong. The Bible say Paul, he was Saul at the time, was a young man out there consenting unto Stephen's death. Yep, he, he was the one probably gave the order. He didn't do it himself. He gave the order. He was consenting unto Stephen's death. And I believe Paul saw how that man died forgiving people, walking in the love of God. And when he finally had his conversion, everywhere he went, they would say, the man that wore this girdle, persecution awaited him at Jerusalem. And he, he didn't even worry about it. It, it, it. Paul was so sold out to Jesus till he said, I glory in my infirmities. I glory in persecutions. In other words, I enjoy it. It don't bother me at all. Jesus went through it. I can go through it. Jesus went through persecution and suffering and had the love of God. I could go through persecution and suffering and have the love of God. Hallelujah. That was his attitude. Paul had the sentence of death within himself. Paul said it was better to him that he would go on, but it's better to us that he stay. This is a man that believed the word, that believed, he really believed it, that he had eternal life when he died. This is a man who believed it. This is a man who was sold out. 
he was going to walk in love no matter what, because he knew that he had eternal life. He knew that this is just a test. And when I pass the test, it's a great reward awaiting me in heaven. When I go through the persecution and still have the love of God and still love my neighbor and still love my enemies and still walk with my head up, I can operate in the power of God. He said he's going to walk in that so he can operate in the power of God because the power increases on you when God see your faithfulness, when God see your, your um, resolve to do his will, your, your, your dedication to walk under that glory, to walk under that anointing, to walk under that power, to endure the suffering, to endure the persecutions and still have joy and still have peace and still have the love of God no matter what you're going through. See, that is acceptable to God. See, like I said earlier in the week, Jesus said, you'll know his disciples by the love they have one for another. I could tell you several incidents of things people did. I really don't, I want to tell it that they probably help somebody, but I don't want to tell it to embarrass people. How many understand that? Because the love of God is in me. I really don't want to embarrass nobody, but the love of God is in me. Want to tell you so that it can help you. Do, do that make sense? I just want you to know that you ain't the only one that people do stuff to. But you can walk into God kind of love. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.